It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, and welcome to episode mm-hmm. 11 of Sports in the City. I'm Haley. And I'm Sally. Welcome back. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I feel great. How do great. you feel? Um, you know, as I'm uh, sleepless in St. Louis Park, per <laughs> usual, as I start every show. But I actually feel really good today. Um, I got had the right amount of coffee, not oh. too much, not too little. Um, what did you get from Starbucks this morning? P- uh, pumpkin cream cold brew. Oh, God. It's cold. It, it's like, okay, it's... 55 degrees. I can have a pumpkin drink. No. Okay. Anything under 70 degrees, you can do pumpkin. Over, it's not acceptable. I'm not a PSL slut like that. No. I am I am on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I do not fuck with anything pumpkin spice. The only thing that should have pumpkin in it is pumpkin pie. <laughs> that is and well, listen. Manny's has the best pumpkin pie and they only have it until Thanksgiving. So if you are in the Minneapolis area, you need to go to Manny's and get a slice of pumpkin pie. Listen, I've been out. hearing this for a couple 13, 14 years from you and I it's never there when we go. And I know the dates, but like last year they didn't have it. Well, yeah, because of COVID. Thanks for you for caring. No, because things didn't close back down again until right before Thanksgiving. And we went like one time before that and they didn't have it. And it was we in dates. When did we go last year? I promise we went. But then Josh and Colette got it to go. So yeah. they did have it. They just didn't have it when we were there. And I think it was the year before that they also were out of it. We have made attempts when I was there to get it. But it has not happened. Well, I didn't get it last year, but I've had it every year for the last like five years well sick brag i guess my timing is always off (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i need to try it why i just don't need any like new seasonal addictions that i can't have like (laughs) well this is like a good thing for me because you know it's something to look forward to every god i look forward to the pumpkin pie well no wonder last year was so shitty for you you missed your one thing you were looking forward to and you know what i was in the hospital a ton last fall and i didn't get my pumpkin pie i remember because i was in the hospital last year on thanksgiving and they gave me pumpkin pie and i was like um Manny's pumpkin pie is my favorite thing. I said oh, that to yeah. my nurse. And my nurse, when I was leaving, she's like, I hope you get your pumpkin pie. Oh, like, yeah. So devastating. Like, sorry you had to be here for Thanksgiving, but I know you're just really upset about missing out on your pumpkin pie. Well, so- I can't blame you. Um, Okay. At Manny's, and I'm sh- it has whipped cream, right? Yes. Okay. Thank God. I just can't have pumpkin pie without that. Like, to me, that is what makes it. No. And it is, like, uh, as big as my hand is oh, how much. Yeah whipped cream they put oh, on oh okay it's so it covers the whole slice of pie it's fantastic well thank god okay well maybe i'll have to make an effort this year yeah maybe i'll just like stop and get us a, a slice one time okay well me so me and nick have we're obviously inviting you but we decided we're gonna do a day where we go because she sent me something the other day when she was at one journal <laughs> Oh God! So it's this this Italian deli that our friend Nick goes to in St. Paul that is called Buongiorno, but Sal thought Nick was saying one journal. 
So now we call it one journal. Well, here's the problem. She told me the name of it, and I was driving when she told me, and she was in the passenger seat. And then I repeated it. I was like, one journal? And she was like, yeah. And then when we parked, I was like Googling it. And I'm like, hey, I can't find it. <laughs> like, that's how she found out that I said that. And so Haley and her made fun of me for like 20 minutes. And our group chat is now called One Journal. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. But listen, I've never heard. I don't know. Well, I thought it was weird. Like just one journal who has just one. Like you just journal once and then you never do it again. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look. It's I, a very Italian thing to do, apparently. And I'm not Italian. So how am I supposed to know? But um, So Nick was there last week and she said they have a bunch of gluten-free stuff there. Oh. I like gluten-free pasta. Um, They have gluten-free butternut squash ravioli. And I will absolutely fuck with that. So we're going to do a night where we um make gluten-free stuff from there mm-hmm. and then watch tv together and drink cool wine. what are we watching housewives well we were thinking goodfellas you know to stick with <laughs> oh, the italian God. theme that's i'm one not of, coming that's one of my favorite movies you don't like goodfellas i've never seen it obviously but i don't oh. think it would be my kind of film no it's not and it's like almost three hours long yeah it's no very way well, no way okay so we'll yeah watch you housewives. you guys have some private time together it's fine i won't i won't be offended well. I just yeah. We I would prefer if you were there. Listen, as as Nick will understand, I don't take recommendations, so I'm oh. I'm good on that. Um, uh, I did just see that Tommy Boy is on Netflix, so you could watch. I it could by rewatch yourself. it. Okay, I'll I'll consider it. I have a long list of <laughs> things to catch up on. Well, I mean, where will you find the time? I'm watching um Made on Netflix right now. Oh, or have you have you watched it? Or no, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like it's a newer um it's a newer show. Well, it, it's just a mini mini series or whatever. Um it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I would recommend it. It's um, pretty intense at the start. So, so it gets you sucked in. I haven't like needed to be on my phone while I'm watching it. So you know that that's how you know it's it's oh, a pretty good show. Well, damn. <laughs> so um, I last week I caught up on two episodes of impeachment. Oh, uh-huh. Are you caught up on it? No, cuz I not because I'm not going to watch it, but I, I just want to binge it for a little bit. Okay. I don't want to just watch one by one, so I'm going to okay. think save it for, like, how many more episodes is there? I don't know, but I, there's an episode that came out last night. I didn't watch it because it comes out too late on Tuesdays, so I'll watch it tonight. But I will say there's a scene where Monica is explaining to Linda Tripp about the blue dress. Oh, And yeah. I have never been so uncomfortable watching a TV show. I was yeah. like, my mouth was agape the entire, I was like, oh my God. It's just so weird to me because I just can't, obviously like we've said this many times, I just can't imagine Monica speaking like that. Like to me, she just seemed so, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, proper but like I, I just can't imagine somebody being like so forthcoming in that time like mid 90s as a female about their sex life right especially I mean not her like she just didn't seem like that confident to unless she just was a blabbermouth like myself which she <laughs> she may be she may she may be I mean Monica's uh astro- astrological sign no is? but I'll google it okay but anyway so yeah that's what we're that's what I'm watching made what's it yeah. about it's about a girl who um is in a abusive relationship with her uh child's father okay and her like trying to get away from him and so she has to take a job like as a maid oh and she just has a lot of like terrible things just like unfortunate events happening and she's also like she doesn't really have anyone there for her and so it's just her trying to escape that relationship. Oh. Okay. 
Okay. It's interesting. It, I mean, it, it's a good show, at least so far. Well, I so will far. put it on my my list. Put it on your list. You're taking yes. a recommendation. Yes. Okay. okay. So, I um last night was episode nine of Only Murders in the Building. I need everyone to watch the show. It is so fucking good. I am obsessed with it. It, I mean, it's right up my alley because it's Steve Martin and Martin Short, but it is fantastic. And there's so many twists and turns, and it's super funny and really smart. Everyone needs to watch it. It's on Hulu. Please watch it. Tweet me about it. Message me on Instagram because I need people to talk about this show with. Because All right, well, it's driving me nuts. I can I, do that for you. Thank you. I, I still haven't watched it. Nice of you to care. I don't, I don't know. I've just been, I haven't been on TV or on TV. I haven't been watching much. I, my screen time is down all across the board. My phone screen time is down. My TV screen time is down. My laptop screen time is probably up because I've been like actually working. Wait, you work? I do. Imagine that. <laughs> I, I do. I will never disclose where or what because, you know, but yeah, I actually do. So wow. I've been like trying, you know, on my stuff well, I'm or trying to, trying to be, trying to be better, but Okay, should we talk about something? Oh, uh, Monica um, Leo, by the way. Oh, well, that makes sense. Leo's like attention. Yeah, and I am a Leo moon, so oh, it, it tracks. I'm a, I'm a Leo rising. Yeah, it tracks. Wow. Yeah, wow, it really does. Yeah. Okay, So well, where are we going to start? Um. Well, <laughs> the game. I'm going to briefly touch on the Gophers. Go for it. Okay, so last week was a bye week, but it did come out that Trey Potts is out for the season, so that absolutely sucks. He spent six days in the hospital in Indiana, so he couldn't even come home. Something mm-hmm. They still haven't disclosed what is going on with him, and they shouldn't have to, 100%. Yeah. That's, you know, if he's going through something... He needs to take all the time, and he and his family need to heal and everything. Yeah, and he deserves privacy. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's so traumatic to be in the hospital for six days and away from home. Like, Mm -hmm. that's awful. So, um, hopefully, you know, he's recovering and is doing better now that he's here. He will definitely be missed. Um, Gophers do play on Saturday, Nebraska, who hung with Michigan last week. I was watching that game. That was fucking awesome. they were down like 13 to 0 at half and then they scored 22 in the third quarter and I was like it's happening. I was like yep. Michigan's Michigan's going to lose. For those of you who don't know, I fucking hate Michigan football. So I think uh, that's a pretty common yeah. feeling. Yeah. You it, either are a Michigan fan or you hate Michigan. Yeah. I I think. That's true. So I was watching and not like I like Nebraska, but I would have just loved that upset. Um so yeah, that was a really fun game to watch. It came down to like the last two yeah. minutes. I felt like I didn't really know because I wasn't with you, I was, but I was watching it. I was like, I wonder how Haley feels about this because I know we talked about last week that um, didn't necessarily want Nebraska coming in with the confidence to play the Gophers. So I, yeah. I wasn't really sure how you were, were feeling there. I would I would have honestly been super happy if they won. My friend Annie is a huge Nebraska fan and we're still friends even though we have different football affiliations. Yeah. But I, so I would have been really happy for her if they had won. Plus, it would have been awesome because I think Michigan went into that stadium thinking that they were going to just absolutely pummel. Oh, yeah, Nebraska. of course. Um, Martinez had 291 yards and three touchdowns uh, or three passing touchdowns and then one rushing touchdown. So quarterback is uh, probably going to be on fire this Saturday. So mm. Gophers really need to make sure their defense is on point. Um, they had 140 rushing yards total. Um, their freshman O lineman 
okay, I had to look up how to pronounce this guy's last name because I it's like a Polish or um, Eastern European last name, and I wanted to make sure I didn't fuck it up. Teddy Prohaska. Prohaska. Um, Prohaska. Okay. It's weird how it's spelled. It's like, it yeah. looks crazy. You um, did your own research? I did my own <laughs> research, ladies wow. and gentlemen. I'm basically a scientist. Um, he is out with a knee injury for the year, and he has really come up big for them early in this season, so that's a huge loss for them on their offensive line. But um, hopefully he recovers well, but, I mean, maybe the Gophers can exploit that a little bit on defense that he's going to be out. So, so yeah, 11 o'clock at the Hank. Someone called Huntington Bank Stadium the Hank, and I I remember that. that. Was it Josh? Josh might have. And I loved it. So that we're gonna go. For, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> like we called Alexander Madison the Prez yeah. for two years, and it never caught on. Yeah, <laughs> the, Hank, the Hank might. I'm making this. I'm making it happen. So okay, uh, Saturday at the Hank, 11 a.m. And if anyone wants to go to the Gopher game with me, please let me know because no one wants to go or everyone's out of town. So. It's not that I don't want to go. I just need to recover from the past I, couple you, weeks. You've had guests. And you yeah. had a lot. No, I understand. And this is a week that we probably should take it easy since we've had three um, Vikings home games three in a row. Three home games in a row, man. That, that took a lot out of us. I just don't. I mean, listen, I know it's like not about me when they put the schedule out, but it's <laughs> like three in a row. And uh, now, what, we play Halloween again? So Yeah, night game. I guess that's that'll be... You know, that's two weeks off, which is nice. But, um, I mean, it's it's a double-edged sword, right? Because you want to have the tailgating when the weather is nice while you can. But I like a little mix of tailgating. I like to have the weather, like, slope. And now we're just going to have a huge drop-off from, like, hot to a night game will be pretty chilly. And then it's just going to be freezing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Packers game November 21st, freezing. Although maybe we can, like, be under a tent with fire and then we don't really have to see those people. But, yeah. And I just say... If you want to wear a Packers game to a Vikings game, that's or a Packers jersey to a Vikings game, first of all, it's annoying enough. Like, if you want to go as a Packers fan, like, whatever, but, like, just dress, you know, neutral. neutral. Yeah. But the worst is when the Packers are playing at the exact same time as the game you're at, but you're not watching it. Yeah. So it's like you're showing up to the game to, like, flex what a big fan you are and, like, but you're not- rub it in Vikings fans' face, but you're not even watching the game. No. So what? You just make yourself look stupid. Yeah. Um, and there was so many of them. So many. Like, I mean, there's always a few, but there was a lot. There was like five in my section and they weren't sitting together. Well, my thing is like, because I've been to Lambeau a couple times on like Vikings bye weeks or when the Vikings have played at noon and then there's been a Packer game at like at night. So I've gone to the Packer game with my friends who are Packer fans. Yeah. Because they have a suite and it's fucking awesome to oh, of sit in a suite and yeah. it's fun to watch it's fun to watch football and as long as i can watch a vikings game i don't really care right but i never I wouldn't show up in a vikings jersey because one what's there to flex and well, two yeah. you just look out of place you look like an idiot i mean of course they have like stuff to flex or whatever like i said it's douchey enough when you show up like there was obviously some the last two games before this but they played, you know, a 325 and they played a night game. Yeah. It's still stupid. But, you know, if you get free tickets or whatever, 
I mean, I guess, do your thing. But when they're playing at the exact same time, don't come in here acting like you're some big fan. No. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I could go on here? and on. Because all Packer fans do is talk shit to us anyway. Well, I was saying it to all of them. Like, I don't know. Obviously, the game wasn't going super great. So what else did I have to do but take my anger out on those losers? Well, and Well, that. loser, I guess, isn't the right word. Well, yeah, they are losers if they're at our game when theirs is on. But anyway, um, yeah, the game. So tailgate was pretty good. It was fun. It was. It felt so much more subdued than the week before because the week, week before we were on an in display area and yes. we did have a lot more friends and stuff there. Yeah, like Jill was here, John and Kayla, Lizzie, and Tim was and Carl, Lizzie. Yeah. Um, my friend Frankie and her boyfriend Andrew were there. Alexis oh, came by. Yeah. So it was like the week before was crazy. Yeah. And we played flip club. And we like embraced a lot of people that weren't that we didn't even know that were like in town and stuff. So, yep. And Wes and his dad were here. Yeah, we had so many people last week. So this was um, totally different. We were in our little more like off the beaten path spot. So, but it was nice. It was nice to just have like a little bit more of a chill tailgate, a little more intimate setting. Yeah, it definitely felt a little bit more relaxing. Then, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess relaxing. Is the, <laughs> I don't know about what's relaxing about getting up at 6 a.m. to. <laughs> bitch, I was up at 4.30. I worked out before I came to the tailgate. I know. Every time my watch goes off that tells me you worked out on a Sunday, I'm like, God damn. I, don't I know, know, but I feel so much better about myself when I work out because I know I'm going to be eating and drinking all day. Well, yeah, I and get it, that. And it gets my stress out a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Then it's not hanging over my head. I'm such a psycho. I look forward yeah. to my workout. Um, um, but we did meet Dan, who was super nice. He sat by and oh yeah, his Dan came out Jason. Yeah, yeah, they were super nice. We definitely made them play Thunderstruck because that's the rule. Like if you're gonna come say hi to us, you're playing Thunderstruck. Yeah, like so Dustin Baker, um, you know the stats guy on Viking Twitter. If anybody knows, and I do a podcast with him Wednesday nights. He came by for the first time. I've been harassing him forever. And he came by and he took a video of us playing Thunderstruck. And it's like the only person in this video who is hyped up is me. And it's like, <laughs> okay, this isn't like a true rendition of how this goes. Like everyone was on their phone. It was like the worst video of Thunderstruck. Oh, uh, no. It was kind of embarrassing, but um, I don't know. I just, he's like, and the caption is like, did you know that some of your favorite Vikings Twitter you know peeps have this game thunderstruck that they play and i'm like really this is what we look really fucking lame in this one like why couldn't you get it last week when we had like 25 people well that was pure chaos um yeah it was but uh yeah josh made burgers they were phenomenal jalapeno popper burgers um at the tailgate like putting in all that effort that was so cool they were so good with newski's bacon i again i'm trying to get us that bacon sponsorship yeah newski's bacon I bought my ticket in the parking lot for $25 with fees, lower level. I probably got to quit giving away the secrets on tickets, but yes, um, that was amazing. But I was in the end zone, and I just, I fucking hate the end zone. I mean, it's hard to complain about a $25 ticket, but. That's where Jimmy and I were, too. We were in section 118. Oh, so you guys were on the opposite side. We were 101. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, I feel like you just can't see. Like, I know you can look at it on the Jumbotron across, like, it's just not the same, though. I find myself looking at the Jumbotron much more when I'm in the end zone, too. Yeah, because you have to on the opposite side. Yeah. And anything that happened, really, I think, was on you guys' end zone. Well, Well, that Alexander Alexander Madison fumble was 
on uh, my side of the field. So yeah, there's that. Um, I mean, where do we start with the game? I mean, first of all, um, when it's a ten point spread with the Vikings over anybody, I don't care if it's the Lions. I that yeah. just doesn't feel right, and no. it's never gonna happen. Like what was it? Uh, twenty. 18 when the bills were a 13 point spread yeah i think you were in the hospital because you were not there yeah i was um and we got absolutely throttled it was just like it was the worst and it's like a 10 point spread in the nfl is huge Huge. right so it's like to put that expectation when i mean are these people in vegas even watching the vikings like where are they getting this number from yeah when we had Um, scored once in the game before and that was on the opening drive what are you thinking yeah so um, i actually i was messaging with a friend before the game on sunday and he's like are the vikings gonna win today and i said yeah but by three points fuck the nine and a half oh yeah i I was like there's there's no way yeah who whomst would think that that would actually happen i know jesse texted me the same thing and i'm like don't bet any money on them like really never but especially this eric did bet on this oh i wonder if he made any money i can't remember what side he was on i don't think he would bet the positive way i don't i don't know Uh, yeah so it just it was um it wasn't (laughs) It again, like I said, I didn't expect a ten point game, but I feel like the Vikings historically, in the last few years at least, like play down to their competition. Basically, every compliment I've given them this entire season about like coming out and dictating the pace of the game rather than the opposite, which is what I was used to seeing them do. And one yeah. of my biggest complaints in in the past, they had been doing that. I did feel that they were. Um, more diverse on offense the first you know four games they were trying other things um they were you know with madison the game before i felt like they were including him in the passing game more and that opened stuff up this was just so bland like oh let's hand it off on third and 16 let's um have two timeouts left with 40 seconds going into the half and just do nothing it felt just like they just were hanging around thinking yeah, eventually it'll work and we'll, like, get ahead in the score. I mean, I know they were ahead, but, like... We'll bury them, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was just the weirdest game plan. And if anything, this is the game you should be trying stuff out. Yeah. You should be taking some more risks because you aren't playing a very good team. Well, so the stat that I saw that kind of blew my mind was that we ran six times on second and eight or longer yeah. and only got 12 yards. I'm like, Total? Total. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrible? Yes. And that was like what I was complimenting them on is that they weren't running it in those second and long situations. Like in years past, they always would do that and set themselves up in third and long. And they weren't doing that earlier this year. So what changed? I don't know. And I I still I'm not. Is this the first time since Kirk has been our quarterback that we're not blaming him for all of our woes? Um, I don't know if I've ever been a person, I mean, there's been a couple games where I've kind of like just solely blamed him, but I've always kind of blamed it on a mix of things in like, you know, I've been very critical of Zim that I don't believe Zim is hands off in the offense. Like, no. yeah, I don't think he comes in there and says like, okay, we're going to do this, this and this, but he does say we're run first. And I think he gets angry about certain things. So he says it's hands off, but is it really? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh, Kirk, like, I don't think I've ever just been like, oh, it's this is solely on him. Other than, yeah. you know, a handful of times, like, the, I keep talking about the Kansas City game and 
2019, that I definitely did blame him for. But I don't know what the hell is happening. And then how about Breland? Oh, my God. <laughs> Breland, I'm, like, he was still, again, not playing well. And I get it. You don't have a lot of options. Cam Dantzler is out with, with COVID. Um, but then to come out and say, send the tweets that he did. He has no awareness. Like, no. what are you... Dude, you got absolutely trucked in that game. Like, that right. was embarrassing. And you're going to come out and talk shit to people on Twitter? Just have have some humility. Well, like, what was the tweet for anyone who hasn't seen it? I know it said you guys, like, it was like you, y'all you love to have my Johnson in your mouth or yeah, something, something like that. ridiculous. And it was like, okay, so any back, let's back up. So Chris Thomason, who is a reporter for the Pioneer Press. Our at, king. Uh, yeah, I asked Breland. Earlier in the week, I want to say it was Friday, he said, is it embarrassing to you to be ranked 103 out of 103 by pro football focus in your position? And Breland basically replied and was like, no, it's not embarrassing. I bet you're ranked 101 out of 101 in reporters or something. First of all, everyone's dogging Thomason for the question. I know Do- I know that Thomason doesn't always ha- isn't always the most tactful but why is that an inappropriate question to ask? Like, how about don't be ranked last yeah. in the league and you won't be asked if it's embarrassing? I didn't think that that was like a super inappropriate question. And I see just like all of Twitter just like trashing him. And maybe it's because like I kind of like know him personally now. And so I understand him more. But the thing with Chris Thomason is he isn't being an asshole. He's not no. being an asshole to Zimmer. He's not being an asshole to anybody. He... I don't think he necessarily like picks up on people are annoyed or whatever, because he already has like his questions that he wants to ask. And he's very like facts driven. Like he picks up on like just weird, like not weird, but like just like historical things that he wants to ask about. Like, uh, so I don't know, like that kind of bothered me. Like, like for example, when he texted me happy birthday, he gave me like a book report on every single (laughs) famous person that has the same birthday as me. Yeah. That's just like his style. And so I don't know. I, I, I get it that people don't understand him, but I, I just think he's misunderstood. However, like, it wasn't that inappropriate of a question. Like, we yeah. say here and dog all these reporters that they just ask bland questions. They don't ask the tough questions that people really want to know. Well, and Chris Thomason isn't the one who ranked him 103 out right. of 103. Right. Be mad at Pro Football Focus. Exactly. So then Zim comes out and says that Breland's tweet about y'all's Johnson y'all want my Johnson in your mouth. He comes out and says that that wasn't about like the fans, which was the theory or like, you know, cause you know, he was getting bad tweets and stuff. I'm sure mean tweets, which is inappropriate. You assholes. Um, and then he comes out and says that the tweet was about Thomason. Why would he be tweeting about Thomason two days later? And I'm sorry, y'all is plural. Yeah. If yeah. it was Chris Thomason, yeah, just you know. And I Did you see that Thomason kind of doubled down on it and said Brashad Breland moved up in the rankings? Yes. He's now one hundred nine, one twelve. But again, <laughs> I don't really think. Maybe I'm just like a simp for Thomason now. But I mean, I have kind of like gotten to know him over the last you know six months or so, and I genuinely don't think. Like again, when I talked to him, like I talked to him after the um, Zim comments. When he, after Seattle and Chris asked, like, how does it feel to, like, beat Seattle after yeah. six times, you know, of not succeeding and Zim, like, snapped on him. Oh, yeah. And Zim was like, was pissed. why do you always ask these questions that blah, blah, blah. And um, 
And then like I so I he like again he called me on my birthday and I was like, wow, you've caused quite a stir, you know, because my birthday was on a Tuesday. So this was a Sunday. And he was like, what do you what do you mean? Like he had no idea that like people were like dogging him for it, nor did he understand that it was an inappropriate question. Yeah. So, again, maybe I'm just a simp, but or a Chris Chris Thomas, an apologist. But I genuinely don't think that these things are like to get people going. Um, well, so I want to go off on the people who thought that Zim and Kirk were fighting. Yeah. Well, at, let's get to that, game. but let's, let's just finish. Why is Zim coming up and blaming Breland, blaming Thomason for Breland's tweet? Like, even, like, what is the point? Like, and you know Thomason's sitting right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, if somebody asked me that. It's not an inappropriate question. Don't be last, and you won't be asked if you're, embar- if you're yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Somebody would ask me if I was, like... Worst in like the national rankings of estheticians if it was embarrassing yeah and i would answer like like fuck yeah it's really embarrassing yes and it would be but anyway go ahead yeah so okay so that video obviously came out of right after the vikings won the game where kurt comes up to zim and pushes him and is like they're yelling in each other's faces and like zim is pushing him back and mm-hmm. people are like oh my god they're fighting there's a schism on the sideline i mean oh, people- not a schism and i'm like how can you possibly think that Kirk, the most mild-mannered man on the planet, is mm-hmm. going to start a fight with his head coach? It's not going to happen. No. They were celebrating that they had just won on a kick, of all things. Yeah. I, I mean, no, they were obviously celebrating. They're both very awkward people. Yes. And it they have very different temperaments. Yes. That's why it looked so awkward. And everyone's like, no, no, they were fighting. There's, like... They don't like each other, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they're the closest they've been in years. They're watching game film <laughs> together for the first time yeah. in years. Right. You think they're going to fucking fight after a win? Well, it's just, yeah. use your brain. And I, <laughs> and I love that because someone asked Zim about it on Monday. And Zim said, Kirk's being a leader. I like seeing him having mm-hmm. that fire. And he compared it to when Bradford tackled him. A few years ago. Yeah. And he's like, that's what I want. I want that fire. I want that energy showing that he cares. And it's like, it was awesome. And when Kirk was actually mic'd up and you can see that he's yelling, you like that? Yeah. That's funny. And Zim was smiling at Kirk. Like. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, people were holding Zim back. It's like, no, they were making sure he didn't fucking fall because he's 65 years old. Yeah, I didn't see it Sunday night because shocking. I was out late, uh, I think till like eleven. You know, and like I like after the game, I felt like the morale when we got back to the tailgate was kind of low. Because mm-hmm. again, it's not a way you want to win. And, I mean, especially obviously, I'm always scared when there's a kick to win the game. Yep. But uh, Greg Joseph missed a 49 yarder earlier, so the fact that they didn't even attempt to get closer when they had opportunities, the fact that they threw a, a six yard pass in bounds and like essentially wasted a timeout i was just like really like can't we at least try to get closer so we don't put all this pressure on this dude and yeah. then we're gonna blame him again for the loss um so yeah like getting back to the car it didn't necessarily feel good no jimmy and i when we won the game jimmy and i didn't even cheer and i i don't want the vikings to lose that's no, not what i'm saying no. but i don't want to be up 10 points with four and a half minutes to go and right. then have it to have 
come down to a 50-yard kick, like, against the fucking line. Yeah, exactly. You just have higher expectations, and I think that that's completely fair. Yeah, and all these people are cheering like we just, it was like the Minneapolis miracle. And I'm like, (laughs) Jimmy and I are like, what is happening here? Like, Uh, did you guys just watch the last five minutes of this game? Like, what are you doing? So when we got back to the tailgate, we're like, I... It just felt... I felt just gross or, uh, yeah. like, icky. I like, tweeted, I said, only the Vikings can make a win feel like a loss. Yeah. Because it just was like, what's there to celebrate? Yeah, and I was kind of grumpy, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, there might not be many more opportunities to celebrate yeah. victories. I got to take this while I can. Yeah, you I were can. trying to get me to drink champagne. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you're like, drink this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to drink. And you're like, <laughs> and hey, there's only certain um, few more times that we can celebrate. And I'm like, Sal, I don't want to drink. Like, I haven't drank in five hours. The I worst part about that champagne was that. Was it warm? Someone had, like, I don't, I think it just didn't make it into the car when we packed up. So it was, like, sitting next to the tire. And no. I knew I knew it was ours because it was, like, the same brand, brand yeah. and, like, style that we had had. And it was just sitting there. And I got back to the, you know, the car, one of the first people. And so, yeah, I picked it up and I was drinking it. It was still very fizzy. It still had its carbonation. Oh, my God. And it was warm, but, like, yeah. But I I was... I'm so glad I didn't drink that. Well, you know, you really missed out. But it was... um, I I was down afterwards, too, but I think I was only down maybe, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And I was like, I got to get it together. I I felt better once we listened to Lovely Day and Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. (sighs) I know. And I didn't post Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now for 10 to be, I realized, the next day. So just wasting content. Uh, yeah, we might not get another opportunity no. to sing that. And it was a great, it was a great video. It was better than the one we filmed before, um, well, which used to be our bit. Anyone who doesn't know, after every Vikings victory, we would sing "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now," and Tennebe seemed to enjoy it anyway. But um, where were we going with that? Well, uh, okay, so oh, the fight. I so I didn't see it till Monday. Yeah, and um, I was just, I watched it several times, like probably a hundred times. I definitely didn't think my impression of it was I definitely didn't think Kirk was like trying to be aggressive or trying to fight or anything. I think, yes, he was amped up. Mm-hmm. I was I felt like Zimmer was caught off guard by that, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, like you said, they're both pretty awkward. And I don't think that that's probably like their normal relationship. Right. So I think he was caught off guard. I did kind of get the impression that guy was like sticking his arm out. But I think. I don't know. I think, again, anybody around is not an uh, interaction that they're used to seeing either. Yeah. So I think maybe that's just the natural response. But I think, again, I just think he was kind of caught off guard. I don't think it was meant to be, like, aggressive or anything by any means. No, Kirk um, is so not aggressive. No, I mean, Zim either. Oh, like, I yeah. don't I don't think that that's what it was meant no. to. Um, I, so I didn't see it being made as big of a deal as I think people did on Sunday. I didn't necessarily see, like, people hinting at a schism, but... Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you go out till 11 o'clock. You miss all the drama. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I had Sister Sunday again with my my sister on Sunday, obviously. We get our Thai food. We watched the Justin Bieber Our World documentary. Excuse me? Where is that located? It's on Prime. It's very good. Well, I can't log into Prime. You won't change your password from, like, a fucking smart password. Fine. And I'm just like, I don't have have the mental energy to type that shit in. And I lost it anyway. So I haven't watched Amazon Prime in, like... A year. Oh my god! Okay. And I'm certainly not going to get my own. No, ninety nine dollars a year just to get my. I don't. I, I got to be honest. I don't get the whole Amazon Prime infatuation. I get my Amazon packages in two days as it is. What do oh, I need to pay ninety nine dollars a year 
to get them like a day early. I I don't know. I know. I mean, but I guess if you think I about it, I watched all of the. I don't really. That was. I just realized. Okay, if Netflix is twelve dollars a month, okay, Amazon Prime that makes it less than ten dollars a month if it's paid ninety nine dollars. Yeah. So whatever. Okay, it just made sense. I just worked that out. <laughs> okay. Well, it's I'm... been two years of me bitching about it, and I just worked it out a lot. Oh, a lot on the podcast. So, uh-uh. uh, what were we well, getting this into? Podcast is good for something. So I did actually. Let me announce this. So I went out afterwards, like I said a hundred times. I actually did kiss someone. I broke my. Uh, Broke my streak, so I don't know if I consider it a makeout, but it was definitely like you know, it's definitely was it a good kiss. Yeah. Okay. It was definitely like a very good vibe. So um, was that was on, a... was it on the rooftop at Cowboy Jack? No, I didn't. I did not go to the rooftop. I did. Ha- you find love in a hotel? I was, I was on a couch though, so it was like very. Oh. It was we were on the couches like in the back oh, on the second, on the floor. second floor. Yeah, with like the projectors. Fancy. Yeah, it was very, very sweet, very cute. And I was like, wow, I have like some butterflies for the first time. So major progress report. However, person does not live in this state. So well, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. So, um, you know, whatever. But I got back out there. Uh, so, yeah, groundbreaking news. Groundbreaking news. Not off the market yet, but <laughs> I'm working on it. You're not. You're- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's That was just like a, you know, little little buzzed exchange but i was into it like i said i used to gauge a successful evening based on if i made out with someone or not so it actually wasn't a successful evening it ended up being pretty bad after that but um, oh, when i facetimed you it was like you never facetime either by the way i was like this must be a mistake no i facetimed you because senna was like senna wanted to talk to you about something and so she's <laughs> and then like, i dominated the conversation and, uh, yeah and then um senna was like facetimer because Senna loves to FaceTime, so... Because she's Jen she's Z or my 21-year-old little yeah. sister. And so we FaceTime Sal, and Sal sits on the steps at the loon. I actually took some screenshots of talking oh, great, to you. great, great, great. <laughs> I mean, I look fucking terrible <laughs> down in the corner because, you know, I'd been at I can only imagine because I took some selfies after that. I don't know who the hell they were for, but I, <laughs> I looked kind of cute, but I definitely you looked look like I had had a long day. But do you remember that guy who came and sat down next to you hell and was, no. oh my God, what? he was, yes, I'll show you, well, I'll post them <laughs> who was he some random dude what did he have to say i he was pretty drunk and wasn't making a lot of sense and he's like oh he said who are he said who are you talking to and you said my best friend and he goes can i fuck her and you go what you go no she's wearing a pink shirt <laughs> you can't fuck her <laughs> that's the hey anything else any other color i would have pimped you out yeah, right oh, then, thank and then you. hey here's the address let me put it in your uber yeah but pink shirt. You want to go no, to Why Is That on no. Me, boy? That's a big cock block right there. Yeah, that, <laughs> you can't fuck her. She's wearing a pink shirt. Oh, my God. I so don't remember you. that at all. Thank no. you for having some standards for me. But God. it was funny because Senna and I are sober as a as a bird. And, and then Senna didn't even talk to me. I saw her in the background for like one second. Yeah. Unless I don't well, remember, which no, apparently she, I don't remember. No. Things. She was, uh, was kind of taking it all in because when we talked for like 10 minutes and after we got off. FaceTime, Senna looks at me and she goes, that was a lot. What did I, what was I? Oh, you were talking about your kiss. You were, (laughs) you were talking about. I was was fired up about that kiss. Oh my God. And then you're like, and he's not in love with me and he thinks I'm sleeping with somebody else. Oh yeah. That was the most annoying thing. Like at the end, like, you know, whatever. We're having a great day. We had like fun at the game. Let me keep, let me say like, this wasn't like supposed to happen. We weren't like setting this up. 
And I was like, wow, like this is like spontaneously happening. This is really cool. And then like, I not like I thought I was going to go back to his hotel or anything by any means, because uh, first of all, I don't think I would do that. But like, I have dogs. I got to get home, whatever. And then like my like my friend was in town and he was with us. And by this point, like everyone had kind of like, you know, people can't hang like I can. So oh. they had like filtered out. And Bitch. so it was just me and, you know, us three. And he's like, well. This is just you have a guy friend staying with you like this isn't that's not you must be having sex like you must be sleeping together. And I'm like, no. And he's like, you know, just kind of like grilling me on that. And listen, I, I in hindsight, like I know that he was like intoxicated as well. Um, And I'm just like, no, like I'm not sleeping with him. And then he I was like, I've been single for two years and he's like, no, you haven't. And it's just like, okay, like this is the this is putting a damper on my flirtatious, yeah. fun day. Like I don't. That's a thing. Like I feel like, listen, I've had this like conversation a hundred times. I feel like if you didn't grow up like having friends of the opposite sex that were platonic relationships, that now once you get to adulthood, it is hard for people to wrap their minds around. Yeah, because like. You know, it seems like in a lot of like um, guy girl friendships that somebody has intentions that aren't necessarily always just being friends. Yeah. And it's normally, at least in my experience, it's the guy. You know, I had tons of friends like, you know, in my 20s or, you know, probably even younger than that, that like when they see an opportunity, they go for it. And I didn't even mean to get into this, but um, that's what my bad experience was on Sunday. That was this is just like a, a smooth transition. But so it was disappointing because I felt like I kind of struggle with trusting anyone um, as far as like guys go in general, because I don't you know, this is going to sound douchey, but because of my social media presence, I don't ever really know um, if people are like it's first of all, it's hard to know, like. How much does this person know about me? Yeah. How long have they been following me? What's do their they, perception yeah. already? What's their perception of me? What like rumors do they believe? Like what have they made up in their mind? And it's not to say that like every person I meet follows me on social media, but they find out very quickly either like by, you know, looking it up or, you know, what do you do? Oh, you have a podcast? You're on podcast? Well, why? Like, who are you? And so then it like, becomes this thing and like I don't like in the scheme of life we don't have that many followers no but what people don't understand is that everyone who follows us almost either live here or they have an attachment to this state and so they travel here and they have the same interests like they like sports or they listen to the fan or whatever it is so it's like yeah 10,000 followers is, isn't shit and I'm not trying to act like I even care about that kind of stuff but like when you think about it it's a very like niche thing so um, I feel like I can't really ever trust anyone in that way because I don't really ever get a clean slate with people that I may want to date. Yeah, and then, no, I get that. And then it's like, okay, so here I am like meeting someone who doesn't really know about any of that stuff, nor would they really care, care. or find out about it. And then I'm getting grilled on like this stuff. And it's like, why can't I just ever like just be judged on my interactions, like who I am in person Seems like there's always this, like, something. Like, I feel like I'm always being, like, accused of, like, not being honest or not being myself or just, like, saying things that people want to hear. And it's, like, if anyone took the fucking chance to know me, they would know that's a complete opposite. Yeah. I will, like, disclose anything. I have no, like, secrets. 
And so anyways, I ended up getting all like butthurt about that. So it did. Yeah, that's why I go. To, He's not in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> but like that was super fucking annoying. And yeah. I've talked to him yeah. since and he was like, I don't even remember like going back to my hotel. Like he was like, I don't even think I was probably speaking English. And I was like, well, I don't know. But so I don't think it was like malicious no. by any means. But it was kind of weird for my friend to be there as like the third wheel. I'm sure he didn't like have a great time. But did he pull the... um? I can't believe you don't have a boyfriend or something like that. Cause that is, oh, uh, I not that. that I remember. I don't remember it being like that, but yeah, that's the worst. Because remember that guy who was friends with the guy who dipped out on his tab? Yeah. Yeah. A million times he has texted me. I, how do you not have a boyfriend? Aren't you talking to a million guys? And it's like one, I don't know. I'm not talking to a million guys. I not that interested even if i was it's, what do you fucking what yeah, is he's you, like i can't business. believe you don't have a boyfriend buddy there's a reason why i don't have a boyfriend like i don't want one right that's now. what i understand like, like i could go out on the fucking street corner right now at 806 you know am and if i wanted a boyfriend i could have one in two seconds yeah. i could hold up a sign anyone want a girlfriend <laughs> and i literally have one like, it's, I don't understand how, like, these dudes think that, like, we aren't in charge of our own relationship status. Yeah. What is it? Like, men fuck who they can and women fuck who they want to? Yeah. That, it's 100% true. I haven't heard that, but yeah, write it on my tombstone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, it's so true. Like, I, if I wanted to find someone to be with, I could. And I feel like I could find a boyfriend. That's not what I'm saying. Like, but it's true. It's not that hard to find. Find someone to just say you have the label of having a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's yeah. It's annoying. But um, and turns out I'm actually pretty fucking selfish. I don't want a boyfriend. So yeah, same. I mean, it's yeah. It's just like so stupid. Like just take my word for it. Again, like I said, we were drinking, whatever. Um, but where was I going with that? Um, so I was just like all obs- I don't know. Like I don't get like emotional about stuff, but I was like. For some reason, that just, like, really hit me because, like I said, I feel like no matter what I fucking do, I can't trust anyone. And it's always, like, a question of, like, what are your motives? What are you doing? And it's just, like, do you think I'd really have my friend sitting here at this table talking about we don't fuck if we did fuck? Yeah. Like, so whatever. But anyway. going to even make, like, a weird face if you say we don't fuck and you do. Like, (laughs) right. So anyways, like he leaves, like me and my friend go back to my house because he was staying with me. He was only supposed to stay with me two nights. And then um, Degenerate from Chicago, one of our friends. um, Oh, Jen, we miss you and love you. She was coming to stay with me Saturday, Sunday because we were going to the Vikings game. Well, she was flying Southwest and her flight got canceled after she was already at the airport, already checked her bag, canceled her flight. So if anyone's been, like, hearing what's up with Southwest, I guess they've, like, canceled, like, 25% of their flights per day. Um, and there's a bunch of rumors why, but I think nobody, at least yesterday, nobody really knew because no other airline is having these issues. They're like, oh, we have weather delay. Well, everyone else is figuring it out. Yeah. And there was no weather. I've heard it's because of air traffic control. I've heard it's because of pilots. Like, who fucking knows at this point? All I know is that it sucked because Jen couldn't be here with us. And we miss you. Yeah. And we were, you know, I was really looking forward to seeing her. I even had Fireball in my freezer, which 
Now I have to look at it for oh, like God. another three weeks or and gag every time I need an ice cube. Ugh. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So anyways, I don't even know how much I want to talk about this. But long story short, like I was just like, it just hit me and I was just was kind of like vulnerable. And I don't really ever get down in the dumps, nor do I like cry about stuff. But like, again, it just was like a reality check of like, holy fuck, I'm going to have to deal with this bullshit the rest of my life. And again, like there's so many positives to it. Like, you know, I don't feel like I need a boyfriend. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything like you said. However, it sucks that like anytime I just want to have like a spontaneous time with someone or like i i just feel like i always have to like question people's motives now and that fucking sucks so it was just kind of hit me so i was like kind of like i was just bummed about it i was like you know talking about it a lot and then like i don't even know how much i want to say about this <laughs> but my um, i just don't want to like start i haven't i haven't worked through it yet i have a yeah, therapy appointment fair. tomorrow However, like, I just felt like I was being very vulnerable. And then, like, my friend, who has been my friend for a long-ass time, like, 15 years, I wake up. Like, I shut my door. I was passed out. I wake up, and he's in my fucking bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? So I'm so upset because I feel like we have never had that kind of relationship ever. I'm sitting here crying about it that like being no one believes me vulnerable yeah, yeah no one believes me that i can have a guy friend that i'm not like having sexual relationship with and i i know i was drunk so i probably talked about it a hundred fucking times and then it's like okay i said i just want to be left alone when we get home i shut my door he has his own bedroom i have a guest bedroom has his own couch and i wake up and he's in my fucking bed with like boxers only on i'm like it was like 2 30 in the morning and I just, like, went out in my living room, and I was like, fuck, I don't know. Like, well, first I woke up, and I'm like, um, am I, I'm like, okay, what happened here? Am I, like, misremembering? Am I not, like, Yeah. I just, like, questioned myself for a couple minutes, and then I'm like, no, no, because I would never be into that, like, even on a regular day where I was having a good time. But certainly not when I was in that headspace. And I, no. I got up and I like went out in my living room and I just fucking like screamed. Like I was just like so frustrated. I just like I just felt like so taken advantage of and so betrayed. And again, nothing happened. He was just in my bed, but he was like right on top of me. And I'm just like, who the fuck in wait, their right he mind? Was on top, not of like me? literally on top of me, but oh. like right up next to me. Oh, like, I was like, wait, like what? his his ear, like what woke me up was his mouth was in my ear oh. breathing. Oh. Nope. And I'm like, on what? I, so now it's like, I can't even trust my fucking male friends. Like, I can't do anything. And I'm just like really fucking upset about this. So I said I wasn't going to talk about it. I just, uh, and he was extremely apologetic. Like I, so I just went out and I just like was fucking screaming. I went in my kitchen to let my dogs out. And I just was fucking like screaming into the air, like not saying any words. Like, I wanted to pull my fucking hair out because I'm like, I cannot believe that someone that I trust is making me uncomfortable in my own fucking house and invading my personal space with my door shut that I played, like, gave no, like, I, indication I, that that's what yeah, you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I just can't believe it. So then I was, like, going to lay on the couch and then I'm like, you know what? No. So I went in there and I just like yelled or whatever and he got up and he was extremely apologetic and he claims that he doesn't know how he got in there and he must have sleepwalked and I 
just don't know how I feel about that. He has like completely taken responsibility for it. And like I said, been very apologetic. But I'm just like, if you were a sleepwalker, wouldn't you kind of know that? This is the first yeah. time you've ever fucking sleepwalked in, in your life. Yeah. Into my bed. I mean, I understand like if he got confused going to the bathroom and was drunk. But if you have to go to the bathroom, you don't then lay down in someone's bed. Like right. open the like if he had just opened the yeah, the door and was yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. shit I, I meant to and go maybe to the bathroom. you don't notice until you get in the bed because like it's dark and stuff yeah that's a good point but y- you know that someone else is in the bed right like I I just I don't know so yeah now I'm just like I just and the thing that sucks is like when someone does something that like that to you as a I don't know how men feel about this I don't know if they if someone ever does this to men but like you start thinking what did I do. What did I do that this happened? Did I give off some impression that I don't recall? And then I think about it. and I'm like, no, I went outside. I let my dogs out. I was sitting in the yard chair and I was like crying. I wasn't like sobbing. I'm just like sitting there like. Yeah. And then he comes out there and I was like, I don't want to talk right now. And I like went in my room. There's nothing that I did to make it seem like this was something that I wanted. I know that. However, I keep questioning myself. Why would this person who's been my friend for so long think that, like, I don't. And this isn't the first time that I've, like, had something happen like that throughout my life. No. Because, like, we were just saying, like, in relationships with guys and girls, it does always seem like the guy or the girl has, like, opposite intentions. And when I was younger and I had really bad boundaries, I would know that, like, someone had a crush on me. But, you know, I, I would just kind of, like, ignore it and we would still be friends or, like, in a friend group. And so then eventually they, like, make their move, and it's like, what the fuck? But this, no indication that this would have been the thing. Doesn't that suck, though, that our first our first thought is to be like, what did I do to make yes. him think that this was okay? Yeah. But, I mean, something kind of similar happened to me a few years ago. Yep. But that was with someone that I was not dating, but, like, Getting to know. Getting to know. On a possible romantic relationship. Rela- yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, we had gone on dates, but nothing physical had happened. We had kissed, but nothing else. And mm-hmm. he ended up being a total fucking creep and reading things the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then you think, what did I do? Yeah. Why did, uh, did I play with my hair too much and make this guy think that I wanted to jump his bones at dinner? Yeah. Like, right. what, what happened and it's just like then you feel like you can't even be yourself and you're totally overthinking every single yeah. thing you do yeah. and every interaction with people. Yep. Yeah. It's- and again, like maybe he really didn't intend to do that or whatever. Like I haven't really processed that yet because I'm still in the space of like, holy shit, I feel like so violated by this person. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> is- do you think that's a believable? Th- <laughs> but I again, like it's not like know. he came in there and as far as I know, like tried to do anything. So maybe it does make sense. What I don't understand is how my insomniac ass didn't wake up. Right? Um, but uh, again, like it must have and my room was kind of a mess because I had, you know, just like I ran out of time like deep cleaning and shit, so I just threw a bunch of shit in my room. It's not like it's easy to get through my room no. in <laughs> ever. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I mean, do you think that's a believable excuse? Sleepwalking? No. Sleepwalking is not that common. I just like, is that the first time someone sleepwalked in there? I just, I I don't know. And he stayed with me several times. Like he's visited me several times. It's not like this is like 
the first time. Well, anyway, sorry. I'm like totally throwing the dude out of the bus. I hope no one is. I mean, I, I feel bad. I did not intend to talk about this, but you know, whatever. It came, it kind of just came up because I was saying like, you know, it just kind of transitioned to guys and girls can't just be friends. And apparently, well, I don't know. I, Me and oh, Jesse have been best friends since we were like 14 years old. And one time when we were like 16, we were playing Truth or Dare and we like did a triple kiss with one other friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> triple kiss because remember the triple kiss was that um what movie was that cruel intention okay that's what i was thinking but i didn't want to fuck it up so yeah we were like because it was ryan Phillippe, uh sarah michelle geller and selma blair yeah that's what it was when they get her drunk off the the, (laughs) here's an iced tea it's good it's from long island oh yeah oh my god yeah so um so like we had did like a triple kiss when we were like 16 or something on like a truth oh or dare God. with another girl other than that we have done literally nothing in and i've spent a decent amount of time with you and jesse there are no romantic vibes whatsoever no. sometimes like we'll share a bed or whatever if we're like traveling or something and you no, know you I, get like a king size bed yeah well like eric and i there are no no. relationship vibes whatsoever like eric when he's here sometimes after we'll go out for a while we'll go lay in his hotel room and watch the office like yeah. we'll lay in bed together charge our phone and then go back out but it's like we don't want to be near no. each other no and it's like sometimes his like guy friends like will randomly like call me or whatever when they're hanging out and be like tell me right now that you guys have never hooked up and i'm like no we haven't <laughs> So, I mean, that's my, like, one friend I know I can count on, but... Uh... It's nice to have... I mean, Jimmy and Josh, we know we can Oh, count yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But anyway. Okay. Well, okay, let's move on. We've been talking for almost an hour. Shit, it has been an hour. <laughs> I know. Okay, so um, I'm just going to end it with one cool. inspired us. Yeah, yeah, week. good, good. So we're going to end on a positive note after God. our half an hour long rant. Fuck, I'm sorry. I really wasn't going to talk about it either. And now like, thousand, on- now, like, over a thousand people are going to listen to it. And <laughs> that's put that on your tombstone, too. I wasn't going to talk about it. I just it. feel too comfortable in here, like, talking to you. God. I, ma'am, we are recording. We're not just having a conversation. I know. And we don't even, like, I'm too scared to even ask anyone to edit it out. Like, hey, Zach, can you edit out this minute to this minute? Because Zach, fuck it. That's not my brand. Zach, can you, you edit know out half of the podcast? If someone wants to fuck with me that knows that I can't keep a fucking secret, and knows that I'm an open book and I will run my mouth about anything good or bad, then, you know, that's their fucking problem. I just figured that out. And this person knows me and knows me well enough to know that I will share that kind of shit. So, fuck it. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, um, (laughs) here's what inspired us for the week. It is from John Gordon's The Energy Bus, which is, I've mentioned it before, but it's, one of my favorite books it's really cheesy it's a super quick read but it really makes you realize about how your energy affects other people and if you are a negative person or a happy person how that domino affects into your relationships with other people and then how that affects their their lives as well so I really love it um so the quote is don't be someone who looks back and says I should have done this or that Live and work like you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Act like a kid on Christmas morning that is always optimistic and excited about the gifts you're receiving. Don't feel too stressed to be blessed. So it's cheesy, but it's such a good reminder to be like, it's so easy to look at everything that's going wrong in your life and be negative about Mm -hmm. shit, but it's like, okay, 
you also have to stop and be thankful for the good things that you have going. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes life can feel like it's 99% bad and 1% good. But it's like if you just start maybe paying a little bit more attention to that 1% that's good. Yeah. That 1% might get bigger and take over the negative. I agree. And I think that I know when I was in a bad, I've been in a bad place in the past, I would always tell myself, like, what are you upset about? You have it so much better than other people. Or, like, right. you're lucky that you don't have X, Y, and Z going on. And it, I don't think that that's really even the right way to approach it because it makes you not even, like, legitimize your own feelings. You, like, dismiss it because you're like, well, I don't even deserve to feel bad. Yeah. I don't even deserve to feel stressed. So I think, like, what I kind of finally realized, it's like everyone has a different journey and you know, you need to acknowledge those feelings, but exactly. Like you need to pay, make an effort at least to pay attention to your specific blessings. So not like compare yourself to other people. Yes, exactly. And so when I was three years ago, when I was very depressed and going through a really time, a really hard time physically, and I was in the hospital, I had, um, a really bad infection related to Crohn's disease. And then I, developed pneumonia while I was in the hospital and then I was I was in the hospital for like 10 days and then I was supposed to be having a major surgery two weeks later so I was really worried that this surgery that I was going to have was being put off because I was so sick and it was just a fucking nightmare and so I was in a really bad headspace and so I made an attempt every single night to make a gratitude list of Mm -hmm. five things that I was thankful for that day and I did it for like a month and a half. And honestly, it really made me sit down at the end. Of, well, lay down because I was in a fucking hospital bed. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but sit down and be like, okay, what was what was really good about today? And when I sat and thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I really do have a lot to be thankful for, even though I'm going through a really hard time. And but I, how hard is it to make yourself get in that headspace, it, though? I, I mean... It, at it, the it, time. It was. It yeah. was so hard. But I... and. People reached out to me on Twitter and stuff, and they're like, I love that you're doing this. Like, it's kind of inspiring me to do it, mm-hmm. and I I should get back into it, even though I am in a much better place. And I, I was having a conversation the other day with someone, and I told him I was like, I think for the last year, like 90% of the days, I've woken up happy. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that would be me because I was such a miserable person for so long. Yeah. And so to actually sit and think about it, like, I'm actually – pretty happy now and Mm -hmm. I never was that I still need to focus on the things that are good Mm -hmm. and so I might get back into that so maybe we can make that a sports in the city thing is people tell us what they're thankful for (laughs) yeah and I think like obviously I don't know what it's like to be in the hospital I don't know what any you know I can't relate to that 10 days is an extremely long time and it's not just like being in the hospital right it's like there is a ton of things that are like out of your control obviously in your bed but like you have to wait on people to like come in and tell you what's going on with your day. And it's like everything is out of your control. If you happen to have like not the best care from like nurses that day or like someone else is having a bad day. And if you're already low, it's so easy to pick up on that and take that personally. Oh, for sure. And at least what I observe for and, you know, it's it's oh, my iPad is dead. It's like they're so when you're already in a negative place, it's so easy to let that snowball Mm-hmm. And I would assume that the hospital is like <laughs> the easiest place to have that happen. Yeah, yeah I would say so. Um, and yeah, and so it, it is to be able to like force yourself to be like, okay, it's 
not going to be this bad forever. Mm-hmm. Let There are good things as well. Um, shows you have a lot of strength. Thank you. Well, and it's... <laughs> And it's even finding the goodness in super small things that you wouldn't normally be grateful for. And that's absolutely huge. Like, mm-hmm. it's not everything is a gigantic grand gesture in your right. life that is good, that's screaming at you that it's an amazing thing. It's really little things. And those little things all together can totally make a difference. Make a difference. Yeah. Well, God, look God. at us. We really turned it around. Yeah, we really turned it around. What a roller coaster of a show. My God. <laughs> and I was worried that we were going to have that much to talk about today. I know. When we started talking about the Vikings game, I was like, oh, fuck. This is going to be like a 15-minute podcast. Yeah, yeah, people probably wish that it was, but yes. uh, sorry. Well, thanks for sticking with us, guys. We love you. We will see you oh, next week. Let's, say, let's announce it. Uh, we have our first in-studio guest next week. Oh, yes. We can't wait. I'm um, so excited. We're having um, Tatum from Vikings Entertainment Network. Yes, uh, we love her. We love her love her we've act- we've never met her but you know it's so cool that the vikings have a female working for them now Who on camera so talented mm-hmm. and so um we've kind of like you know we you social know, creeped, media. we've been yeah. creeped her on social media we have a like, social media crush yeah. on her and so every week i'm just like oh my god i'm in love with her so um we reach out to her she's gonna be on the show next week for bye week and um we're just gonna get to know her a little bit i'm so excited yes yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We love you. Um, have a great week. Have we'll a talk great to week. you next Wednesday. This has been Sports in the City. I'm Haley. And I'm Sally. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.